What is up, my people? This is Unload the Bar, and I am your host, David Espinoza, and this is episode 15. And we're back at it again with another banger this week because I have my boy, my buddy, Ben Adina. Now, I have him come along because he is a corrective exercise specialist. Now, he comes on the show and he tells you a little bit of his background on how he got into this profession, his history with injuries, and his eye-opening experience on how corrective exercises can be so beneficial. And after we get done with all of that, we get to the nitty-gritty. We talk about knee discomfort, knee pain when you're squatting, uh, lower back pain when you're deadlifting, uh, neck pain uh, when you wake up in the morning, sciatic nerve. I know a lot of people out there have this problem, and he comes on the show, and we talk about some of the things that you can do to fix these problems or, or to relieve your pain. Now, we are not doctors. Uh, we're not telling you this will definitely fix the pain, but uh, we do tell you some of the things that you can do, uh, a couple of things, uh, some tips, things to look out for while you're working out uh, so you can go ahead and have a better uh, workout, a pain-free workout. And we also talk about some of the things that you should watch for outside the gym because a lot of people don't pay attention to that but some of the things that you do outside of the gym can be affecting you inside the gym it was educational not just for uh for me but i i know it's going to be educational for you guys so i hope you guys enjoy it and i hope you guys enjoy our socials as well instagram facebook twitter all under the same name unload the bar and you guys can also send me some questions send me some feedback unload the bar at gmail.com and once you guys get done with that you guys can subscribe to the show rate it review it and share it so without further ado here is my boy ben adina yeah. Like I fucking love rock music, but I like some of like the heavier stuff nowadays. The heavy like the, rock. Yeah, like oh, the heavy like, rock. Like I a, can't do that. Man. No, like uh, if you like like rock, like um, let's see here. Like what's like some new shit? Like uh, like bring me the horizon. No, I don't even know. You don't know who that is? No. Oh boy. <laughs> you should listen to that shit. Like I'll fucking squat and deadlift to that. Really? Fuck yeah. Oh, it's just like a bunch of just double bass and brrrr, and just banging the shit out of drums and they just they're just banging the shit out of the guitars mm-hmm. and they're just screaming like I love Damn. that kind of stuff. That shit always wants to be like, why do you think I'm always uh, in the gym <laughs> with a fucking like this mad dog face? If anybody sees me in the gym, <laughs> people probably think I'm an asshole because I always have like this mad dog looking face. Really? You don't ever notice it? No, probably, I probably have it too. <laughs> well, I mean, you're over there. No, not really, because you're over there training clients and you're with your clients and Just stuff. Doing my own thing. So yeah, so yeah. you're doing your own thing, but I'm over there fucking lifting and then I'm listening <laughs> to this shit hella fucking loud. And people have come up to me and tell me like, hey, I always wanted to talk to you, but mm. you look like an asshole. <laughs> you look like you're about to punch somebody. So they, I don't want to interrupt you. Because you're in the game. Because I'm in the game. You're in your yes. set, man. That's finally. Yeah, There's only dude. like a couple of people that said that. Like, oh, that's because you're focused. You're. I'm the I'm the same way when I work out, man. Yeah. Like I see. I just I'm just tunnel vision. Yeah. I mean, with me. So like I I know what I'm got to do, and then I start thinking about what I'm about to do. And just all these thoughts are running through my mind. So I'm just focused on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not really looking around and shit. And people will take that as like, you're an asshole. Yeah. 
your your dick smile more because <laughs> you don't look inviting no, you don't look man. welcoming I'm about to crush these weights how but am i gonna I smile more but it's also good but it's also a good thing though too because i don't have anybody fucking around with me exactly or try to punk me or anything like that yeah you know so i'm, I'm good there or no one bothers me though too like i don't mind people coming up to me and saying <laughs> oh, what's well, up to me because i'm actually a fucking like uh, if people get to know me i'm like this big softy teddy bear yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean but it, it's cool that I have like this tough exterior to me, and people, yeah, like ooh, feel watch it, out, watch out, fucking like I'll walk in. And there's pump, there's like people, like, like especially like uh, the elderly, right? And they'll just part like the fucking Red Sea when they see me walking. Like, oh boy, here we go, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I don't fuck around, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but uh, uh, enough of uh, us. Uh, fucking getting off track here uh i brought my boy ben over here and uh he is a physical therapist for how many years now uh so i was a pta for about two years what is what was uh assistant, assistant. okay yeah, that's right so you've been doing it for just two years now i did it for two years uh-huh. now i'm just uh straight up training now yeah Made that switch over uh, just last year, I guess. Last year. And how are you enjoying it so far? I like it. Yeah? It's, um, at first it was a big change, kind mm-hmm. of how you approach things mentally yeah. into your clients and kind of. It's a lot more psychologically to, than anything else, exactly, huh? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, someone in the physical therapy, that goes to physical therapy, they'll kind of feel obligated to be there yeah because they want to feel better you know mm-hmm. they want to live pain-free and um in training when someone's coming to the gym they want to get these results it's kind of you ha- kind of have to keep them in check yeah keep having them come in checking in are you guys doing your homework are you guys doing the stuff yeah. outside of your performance either if it's sports or if you're trying to lose weight mm-hmm. are you doing what you're doing yeah, to get yeah. there Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a, it's a struggle for people to get that way because I've even known people that 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 have done shit on their own. They're pretty disciplined, but they still need that guidance. They still need that coach to tell them what to do, what not to do, you know. And and I guess you can take it as you know, baby. You can take it as as being a babysitter or being a baby. But a lot of people perform better or. Or if uh, or or better or they're better at at being on track, exactly. If they're, if they're coddled a little bit, exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. Like right now, I have a client, and especially with athletes, right? Oh, Because I'm yeah. pretty sure you've you've dealt with them with, with exactly with your experience. Just because uh, half the time, say if someone wants to come in at six, um, they want to come in and work out at six a.m. Mm-hmm. and you're really really tired, and then you're working out by yourself. Yeah. You're gonna put a hundred percent effort in it into it, nah. or you're gonna give it some. Some days you're just gonna half-ass it. Yeah. Um, me being there, I kind of push them to their limit exactly. each and every single time. Exactly. You know? So. So I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing though too is like you have that person to push you, because I mean, a lot of people don't know their limitations, right? Exactly. They don't know their limitations. They're it's whether they're they're um they're afraid or. Uh, if they're insecurities or whether they don't have the confidence and then you start seeing the progress in them. Mm-hmm. And then that makes you say like, Hey, you can do this. Exactly. You know? And so they need that actual, you know, that, that, that that's little voice. A, that's someone to tell them, Hey, hey you can do this. You could push five more. You, you could push 10 more. He's like, you look good. You made this much progress right here, even though they don't see it. But then you start seeing, you start showing them, the progress you start seeing them like well you were able to squat down you know you know above parallel now you're at parallel exactly whatever shit like that you know but i mean people need that kind of stuff and that kind of feedback and sometimes i do too but um but what made you get into physical therapy what made you get into this uh field so initially i was looking to get into physical therapy school Mm-hmm. after college yeah um so i started off just shadowing the profession okay because if you want to commit to something you got you have to know what you're getting yourself into you know yeah so initially i started shadowing i started volunteering into different places 
And then all of a sudden during my senior year, I got offered a job yeah. to work there. And mm -hmm. um, right after that, I said yes, mm -hmm. just to get the experience. So why not? Yeah. Why not get the hands-on experience? And so right when I got the job, I kind of liked it. Mm -hmm. the the rehab aspect of it um you're in the medical profession to change lives there yeah. was nothing better to see people from hey i i just got surgery i can barely move my legs yeah to a point where hey i'm i'm running on the treadmill again thanks to you yeah that's crazy you know? though right so, that was a big eye opener for me uh -huh. to see what exercise can do to somebody mm -hmm. can do for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And how long, if you trust the process where, where you'll be in six months, yeah. eight months, 10 months. On Who the road, knows? Yeah. You know? If you stick with it, but, but you always, so you always had an interest in, in physical therapy. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, since how long since you were, you were probably, um, since high school, actually, yeah. when I was playing basketball. Mm. I was one that always got injured a lot. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the Chris Paul of the, you know who Chris Paul is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Chris Paul's always yeah, getting injured. always getting hurt. Or injuries, like, uh, like, what's the other guy's name? Ah, fucking, I was drawing a blank. Uh, the guy that started, what, he always getting hurt all the time. Fucking uh, played with the Bulls. When he first started. No, oh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, dude, this guy is fucking phenomenal, but he's always getting oh, hurt yeah. all the time. There was another guy that I used to love watching was, uh, uh, what's his name? What was his name? It was Greg Odom. Oh, Greg Odin. He read Odin. Odin, yeah. Yeah, so he played for a play, Portland, right? Yes, he did. So he played for Portland, and uh, he was like this, supposed to be like this big top prospect, right? And he was supposed to be like you know like this you know like the next Shaquille O'Neal. It's it's funny, man, because you know how the, I came from Portland. Yes, yes. And um, and 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 <laughs> dude, and like the guy would always get hurt. And I don't know if that's like a genetic thing. I don't know if that's um more of a uh, the style of training they were doing mm -hmm. or i don't know i mean it could maybe be a, it can be a little bit mixed up both it can be a lot of factors uh -huh. um there's a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes where you don't necessarily see yeah so a part of it could be training a part of it could just be his mechanics how he moves a mm. uh, part of it could just be because uh, he's more prone to injury than most people. Is that a, so? That is a genetic thing that you can just uh, be it's, injured, or it's, it's just not it's mechanically. Not it's just mechanically you're not there. Exactly. Or the, they just they just had these bad habits for such a long period of time, yeah. and that's the only way they can perform. Exactly. So that's these, what it these is. These bad for? habits, the way they move, yeah, kind of can help increase the prevalence of injury. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, so like, so you were that kid that always got hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like what, like major injuries or just like little pulls here and there? Uh, or you like know, what? the worst thing I've had was a um, meniscus tear. Shit. Uh, luckily, I've never had like an ACL tear or mm -hmm. shoulder separation or yeah. hard falls to the back. Mm -hmm. um, and how did that happen? The, the meniscus, meniscus tear? tear? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think it was because I didn't warm up before my game. Okay. And um, so I came to my game late, uh, showed up, Yeah. was starting. So I went, put on my shoes, went straight into it, mm -hmm. you know, without warming up or anything. All of a sudden, I just feel this, like, knife running through my knee. Oh, shit. This sharp That's pain. how it feels? Yeah, Holy that's fuck. how it feels like. I was like, oh, man, something's going on. Like, this, uh -huh. this doesn't feel right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, being an athlete, you just push through things. Mm. You just learn how to push through things. So I'm like, maybe if I just warm up, yeah. it'll go away. Mm -hmm. uh, five minutes later, maybe throughout the game, it still didn't feel right. I got asked to sub out. Mm -hmm. I sat down. I was like, I think I'm done for the game. Yeah. I'm not going to go back in. Mm -hmm. uh, something's wrong. Okay. Uh, a couple of hours later, my knee is swollen like a tennis ball. Oh, shit. And <laughs> And so I get it checked out. It turned out I have a meniscus tear. And uh, so something simple as that, just running back and forth through the court. Uh-huh. Um, um, so did they have to do a surgery for that? Or you just 
or uh, just heal itself. Thankfully, uh, I went through physical therapy right away. Uh-huh. And um, according to them at the time, they said that uh, there's a good chance that it can heal through physical therapy okay. if you give it a chance. Uh, if it doesn't work, you can try to, you can do the surgery. Mm. And the big plus sign is at the time, there's a thing called prehab where if you do PT before surgery, your recovery time will be faster just because you prep the muscles up yeah, for okay. surgery. Okay. And so if, if I needed surgery, then I gone through that prehab of, yeah, X of all that stuff for my knee, uh-huh. you know? So what'd you end up doing then? So I you just up, went just do the the physical therapy. Yeah, I just went to physical therapy. Uh-huh. I think uh, six to eight months later, I was jumping, cutting. Oh shit! So you were doing again. physical therapy for six to eight months? Yeah. Oh wow! Constant, constant leg strengthening. So what? So it wasn't that much of a tear, or was it a, a big enough tear? Because that's six to eight months is a long time. I'm not sure. Um, uh-huh. But as you know, the meniscus takes a while to heal, just yeah, because yeah. it doesn't get any blood supply to it. Okay. And so it takes longer to heal than bone, for example. Mm, okay. Okay. So that's the reason why people, when they tear meniscus or they tear any kind of... Uh, yeah, that's why ACL tears take ACL, about a year. MCLs, all that, PCLs and all that shit. Exactly. That's exactly. why. Ah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that that's the reason why it takes <laughs> so long. Because I always wondered, like, when... Because when, I watch, like, uh, you know, I watch sports. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch a lot of uh, <clears throat> uh, professional wrestling, <laughs> and you see guys like they have these, you know, these um, uh, tears. They say, "Oh, your MCL and ACL it was torn, and you're gonna have like a uh, sixty-eight, or sometimes even up to close to a year mm-hmm. of uh, of recovery." I'm like, "Holy shit! I didn't yeah, like. Man. Why does it take that fucking long?" And now I know. <laughs> Yeah, it, because it there's takes no a while. blood supply in there to, to heal up. Yeah, you got to heal it up, and then you got to put it through the proper strengthening program. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, there's protocols and everything. Yeah, so yeah. follow protocols to a T, um, proper progressions, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, you're back to moving, and then injury prevention phase. So after the physical therapy, you were, uh, you were uh, uh, crossing people, huh? Yeah, back you're on that crossing, court. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're crisscrossing these people, uh, breaking ankles and back at the uh, on the court, then, huh? Exactly, man. And then does it feel it, it felt back to normal, or you still felt a little thing like something there, or uh, it felt it feels good. Um, yeah. I think the the first thing of it all was the mental aspect. Yeah, because obviously you've been been kind of favoring that one side for so long thinking yeah. about it hey when are we going to get back to mm. back to this back to that and then all of a sudden boom mm. you're ready for that next the next level all of a sudden mm. and you're like why don't we try this why don't we try crossing over why don't we try cutting movements mm-hmm. let's try jumping so it was a slow process. So oh. you just started implementing little things here and there. Exactly. And then adding more a little bit here and there, knowing how what limitations you have. Exactly. So that's all what what it uh what happened to you. Yeah. And how long ago was this? Uh this was maybe maybe three years ago now. Three years ago now. Yeah. And now it's it's good to go and it's feels fine and yeah. better than ever, man. Really? Yeah. Wow, dude. And so that opened up your your your, your your interest into the field, knowing that you can just uh, uh, do uh, corrective exercises or doing, you know, these type of exercises that, you know, that will help heal the body. Exactly. And it it kind of plays a big role into how I train. Uh, Um, A lot of the clients I have now, even though they're weight loss or even though they're sports, they're trying to get to a certain level in their type of sport, whether it's basketball or football, I implement a lot of corrective exercise techniques okay. to either help them move more efficiently uh-huh. or decrease the risk of injury. Gotcha. Um, just because anyone, anyone can learn how to move right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there where they kind of are moving incorrectly, whether it's e- either during a simple squat pattern Oh or yeah, deadlift you see that pattern. A lot. You see that a lot. Or power clean pattern, mm-hmm. and um, 
to be honest, even like the smallest thing can increase the chance of injury when you're doing oh, these yeah, type of patterns. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially when you're talking about like squat and you're talking about deadlifts and the power cleans. Those movements are so uh, technical. Exactly. That And it's frustrating, too, because uh, there's so many things you, you have to remember when mm-hmm. you're doing those movements. And it takes a while for you to to even come uh, close to being, you know, average, having an average looking squat. There, there's so many things that you have to do and so many things that you have to remember. And it's such a technical uh, 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 exercises. Exactly. But, but they're well worth it in, in putting the time and effort in, into, into uh, um, perfecting or as close as perfecting to those uh i agree to those, those movements i'm still trying mm-hmm. to work at it dude i mean yeah i think been, <laughs> it's been years that i've been working on my deadlifts and squats my bench all like the technical stuff even like, even like the overhead pressing just because they're so technical but i mean i'm still working on it and i know that i still have a lot of uh improvement uh to go but i mean it's definitely worth it once you uh lift that weight up and then your back's not hurting anymore exactly or, exactly. or, or uh, your knees are not caving in when you're doing a squat <laughs> or you know any of that but you shit. finally feel that glute activation you going feel on back that there. Glute, oh that yeah. oh yeah my wife is loving that now <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh but yeah dude just small little things can can make a huge huge difference when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay, so I had Ben come over and I had um, people send me questions. Well, they're not really questions, but uh, it's people that, that I've known that have had uh, these, uh, I guess you would call experiences or problems, and they're having a tough time uh, trying to fix it. Because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, their back is hurting and you know, they go and see their doctor and they say, hey, you need surgery. Or, you know, they pop a couple pills to make the, the pain go away yeah. and it's just like... Short-term fix. Short-term fix. <laughs> All they're doing is just putting a Band-Aid here. Exactly. So I have my boy Ben come on and we're going to talk about some of these problems and how to fix them. Or be on the way to go ahead and fixing them. But uh, um, we're not doctors. So letting just people know that we're not doctors and we're not telling you. Like, this is it. This is what you have to do. (laughs) There could be multiple things and we'll get to it on on some of the reasons why you have this problem. But but we're going to put this out there so you can go ahead and check this out and, and try everything. And see what works best for you. And also do your own fucking research too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have Ben. He's a good guy. And he came over here. And, he, and, he's, and he's you know letting me use uh, some of his time to do this. But also go out there and do your own research. Uh, um, and, and stop living in fucking pain for such a long period of time, my man. Yeah. You guys are uh, going to be in this world for... Fucking who knows? Functionality. Fucking 40, 50, 60 more years on this planet. Why do you want to live in such a, a painful <laughs> life? You know what I'm saying? So um, first, let's talk about um, the sciatic nerve. A lot of people that I know have this problem, the sciatic nerve. And I have a buddy who... Mm-hmm. Uh, who is in the military and they do these drills right where uh i forgot what it is what it's called or anything but you pretend like uh your your uh your soldier your buddy got killed right or he's been hurt so okay. you have to pick up their body right got you so uh one of the people that got hurt quote unquote and this drill was uh let's just say she was uh, overweight Okay. Okay. So, so it was his job to pick her up. So he picks her up, right? He mm-hmm. picks her up, and then boom, he feels something in his back. It mm-hmm. starts spazzing out. All of a sudden, he's in fucking pain. 
right? But this guy sold her on and he picked her up still, right? And he took her back to uh to uh <laughs> whatever the, I guess the base or the the, 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 Camp? the finishing line yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. But okay, but ever since then he's been having problems with his sciatic nerve. Now, um there'll be days when he's perfectly fine. Yeah. And then there'll be times where he'll wake up in the morning and he can't even fucking move. To the point that he's like almost in tears. He's locked up. There's been times as well where he'll just just be you know walking around. He'll pick something up and pop. Yeah, I hear that stuff is not friendly, man. It is not, dude. And he'll tell me like, dude, I'm like to the point when I'm in my uh, when I'm in tears, my man. So do you know what he's what has he tried? So okay, so he has tried. So he went to the doctor and they told him like, hey. Uh, you need to go to surgery, but mm-hmm. it is not a guarantee that this is going to fix it. We're giving you a 50-50% chance that this is going to work out. There is a possibility that this won't fix it. So, so they had it, they're, they're, I think they're telling them that they're going to have to fuse uh, uh, lumbar disc. His lumbar disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he does not want to do it. So he has gone to some physical therapists, yeah. but, um, and he's tried foam rolling. They're also suggesting maybe some yoga can help out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, training, weight training as well to strengthen it up and to loosen it up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, um, I don't know if he's been uh, being consistent with it, mm-hmm. you know? So what yeah. would you say that can help him out? Yeah, there's, um, there's a couple of things. The mm. first thing I would do is basically... Stretch out the hips. Okay. Uh, stretch out your hip flexors, your piriformis, your glutes. Okay. So the piriformis is is a um, a muscle underneath uh, your core, right? Your piriformis is in the side of the glute. Okay. Around okay, the okay. hip complex. Okay. 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 It's that little muscle underneath the glute medius and maximus. Okay. And how do you? And so you stretch that out, and then you stretch out your hip flexors. You said. Yeah, your hip and flexors your, and your and your glutes. Exactly. So, um, is there any like a so that would help out with the with the stretching right there? Yeah, stretching it uh, just because the tightness mm-hmm. can sometimes uh, bother that thing up, the sciatic nerve up. So is is it um, so tight that it's rubbing against the nerve? Is that um, what it is? I don't know exactly, but. Uh-huh. Uh, the tighter you are, the less room it has to move in there, and the tighter you are, it messes up with the structures down there, with the bones, how it moves, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Mm. And so, what I would recommend is I was maybe, way off when it came when when you were talking about the piriformis. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was like when there was there's muscle right here underneath because I could have sworn because my my uh, my uh, my, uh, my massage therapist. Cause I used to have like this bad uh, um, SI joint that would give like me rap, problems. Like wraps around me. <laughs> so she would tell me. So she would tell me. I could have sworn she said that muscle, and she would put pressure underneath right here in my core, mm-hmm. and she would like put so much pressure. She said it's probably really tight right there. So she put like a, she'll jam her fingers in there, and that shit would fucking hurt. And I could have sworn that was the name of it. <laughs> so I better start. Uh, Better not take that phys- uh, that certification yet. Maybe, right? yeah, maybe. Do some more, <laughs> some yeah, more but, studying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would do like three sets of thirty seconds each. Uh, each oh, stretch, stretch, yeah, for the glute, the piriformis, uh, the piriformis, the and the hip flexors. Yeah, the knee across chest. Okay, so that's that should be a good one. So yeah. having so, like sitting up. And picking up your knee and putting it across your chest, right? Yeah, laying down, laying down. Oh, laying down's better. Laying down, yeah. Okay, so, so laying, laying down. down on your back, mm-hmm. and then uh, having one leg flat, one knee up, mm-hmm. and then just bringing it across your chest. It's a lot easier if someone else stretches you out and do, yeah, does yeah. that, and uh, you should feel that side of the glute being stretched out underneath there. Okay, so doing that, um, and you said three sets for thirty seconds. Yes. To each set, but you have to be consistent with it. Yes. So that means like every single day, or maybe even multiple times a day. I would do it every day. Every day, multiple yeah. times a day, maybe. Um, it depends to a degree of tightness. Okay. 
but uh every day should do the job uh-huh. especially after you work out mm-hmm. if you're if you're doing legs that day uh stretch out right after okay just because if you when you work out your muscles tend to shorten up yeah okay. so uh, so but it's most but most likely uh that could be the fix though is the tightness it could help it out okay it could help alleviate alleviate, alleviate the, the, exactly. the pain yes okay so there you go buddy go there and start <laughs> stretching your ass out don't start stretching out your core because it's not in there. <laughs> start stretching out, start stretching out uh, your glutes, buddy. Exactly, and, man. Uh, and, you, and you should probably start feeling uh, a lot better when it comes to that uh, your sciatic nerve. Now, the next one. I have a friend whose knees hurt when they squat. So every time this person squats, she starts feeling. Uh, uh, a sharp pain in her knees to the point that sometimes it locks up. Hmm. Um, they've been having this problem for a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they can't figure out what it is. They, they've gone to doctors. They've done x-rays. They can't find anything, obviously. Really? Yeah, MRIs? They, nothing? Nah, nothing? They can't see. MRI? Yeah, they don't see anything. Have they gone to so, PT? Uh, no, they have not gone to PT, but uh, they've done x-rays and they don't see anything. So when they told me this, I was thinking it's more of a, some tightness kind of thing, right? Yes. It could probably be that because obviously you can't see tightness in an MRI. You can't um, see it in an x-ray. It right? can also be the way she's squatting. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of depends. Okay. So initially what I would do, say if a client came to me and said, hey, having this knee pain while i squat okay what what's going on should i be worried uh yeah you should be worried of course <laughs> obviously, you're fucking pain. You obviously pain. something's going <laughs> something's yeah, going on down there it's not good um yeah and that's the other thing though too is that people mistaken when they do exercises oh, i don't feel the burn or i don't feel the fucking pain i mean that just because you don't feel the burn or the pain that doesn't mean it's not working exactly man you know what i'm saying so uh so what were you saying so yeah, and <laughs> so I took a look, uh-huh. and initially I would take a look at how they're moving first. Yeah. Um. So like what, how they're walking and shit, or what? Yeah, how they're walking, how they're squatting. What are some cues you look for when you're squatting? What are, What are the cues that I see? Mm-hmm. What do you look for? So when I look for when people squat is oh I'm getting put on the spot here. All right. So when I see people squat, I check for their uh, knees to be going over, not over, but uh, the same align as their toes. Mm -hmm. I also need to see the uh, hips wide open when they're squatting down. Okay. Um, uh, Chest up, uh, neck neutral spine, core tight. Exactly. Uh, is there more? <laughs> uh, knees don't collapse. Knees don't collapse. So they're yeah. not caving in. Caving in or caving out. Yeah. 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 Uh, not just both knees, but it could also be just one. Okay. Okay. That or like when I I'll see like uh, people with uh look at their bad ankles, prona- bad pronation on their ankles. Exactly. So exactly. people like so what people don't know if pronation is is that when your ankle starts caving in a little bit inside when you're doing the squat. Exactly. Um, but that's what I see when I when when I'm checking somebody's uh form. Yeah, man, you technique. you know your stuff. See, man, so there you go. I know my shit. You're man. ready for the test. I think I'm ready for the test. <laughs> I just need to learn a little bit more about the names of these muscles and shit. And but, so, uh, <laughs> and so I I've had this client before uh-huh. when she first started training with me. Yeah. Uh, she was complaining of I forgot if it's left or right now. Say we'll say the right. Okay. She's like I'm having knee pain in the right side when I'm down there. It's it's really really bugging me. I don't know if I can do these things. Okay. I don't know if I could do squats. Mm-hmm. So initially I took a look at it. Um, I had a hunch. Okay. Maybe it's just her one knee caving in or caving out. Okay. Okay. So what I did was I put my hand beside her knee. Uh-huh. And while she squatted down, I told her to push against my hand with her knee. So your your hand was outside the knee? Yeah, I was Okay. I was outside the knee. Okay. And so when she was I had her do ten squats. Mm-hmm. I asked her how'd that feel? Okay. Uh she said it, it still hurt. Okay. Okay. So that that means her abductors are engaging. 
Okay. 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 That's what that means. So yeah, and your abductors abductors are the the muscle that's outside of the thigh. Exactly. The so outside the thigh, thigh that make that, that makes the knee come out. So yes. Yeah, so that makes to, the hip complex come out. Yeah. So it's connected all the way atop to your knee, all the way down to your. Exactly. I mean, from your from your knee all the way down to your hip. Exactly. From your hip all the way down to your knee. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh-huh. she said it's still her, right? Okay. And so I, I took my hand then and I <clears throat> placed it in the inside of her knee. Gotcha. And I told her to push against my hand then mm-hmm. while doing 10 squats. Okay. And to engage your adductors. Okay. And the adductors are the muscles attached to your hip. The, your groin oh, muscles. Your groin muscle, yeah. Exactly. And it goes all the way down to the to your knee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm when she to, when she did that, she was doing 10 of those. Uh-huh. She said the knee pain was gone. Oh, okay. And so what did that tell me? That, that right knee needed adduction, engagement, mm-hmm. those muscles to be woken up. Mm-hmm. Because when she was squatting... Yeah, uh, she hasn't done that. She's a newcomer in terms of she's a beginner. Okay. In terms of working out, and so when you're when you're first starting off, you need to wake up some muscles mm. in terms of how you move, making sure those secondary muscles and stabilizers are firing correctly. Gotcha. And in her case, her right side adductors weren't firing. Mm. Okay. Okay. And so for like two weeks. I had a large band mm-hmm. and I pulled on that inside of the knee mm-hmm. from the outside while she squatted every single squat movement. Okay. So, so you were pulling it out I was pulling and it out. She, she would her job to, was to, to uh, bring it in. Keep it in and keep that knee aligned. Mm-hmm. So we did that for two weeks. Two weeks down the road, I took that band off mm-hmm. and had her try it on her own and problem fixed. And problem fixed. So she was able to squat from there on. Uh-huh. She had, I already knew she had the proper strength to squat. Okay. It's just her form was kind of off. So that's the number one thing I look out for is, is form. Mm-hmm. Are you squatting correctly? Um, are your hips engaged? Are your glutes being fired while you squat? Mm-hmm. Um, are your knees in line? Is okay. your low back straight? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, so with her situation... Uh, after so does she need that band to to activate those adductors, or you started introducing adduct uh, adduction uh, uh, exercises to her for you know later on in the future to have that uh, for my client or for your yeah no for your your for client. My client yeah so what I did was um I added some stuff that included adduction uh-huh. in different types of movements so like okay. uh, I had to do bridges. But I put a basketball in between her knees just mm. to activate the adductors. Okay. Um, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Um, but over time, it was a quick fix. Okay. I knew she had the strength. Um, in terms of your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, With the knee pain. Might not be the same problem, but yeah. um, it doesn't hurt to give it a try to have someone check out your squat and see if it's you're moving correctly, having those right movement patterns, you know? Yeah. So it can be multiple things. So if, yeah, it could yeah, be a lot of things. It can be a lot of things, but uh, uh so but it, it could be some tightness and to maybe probably what tightness and maybe like in the quad, yeah, or something quad, like that that's pulling into the knees. Uh, quad maybe, imbalances. Quad imbalances. Maybe like the IT band is a IT little tight. IT band tightness because uh, tight IT bands can mess mm-hmm. with that patellar traction sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's wrapped around the patella, right? Exactly. So it's like wrapped around like a bunch of times, wrapped and around. And sometimes, sometimes the problem can stem from the hips. Uh-huh. Because the whole body's a kinetic chain. Yes. Um, if that hip is collapsed, it's going to mess with that knee alignment. Mm-hmm. Or if that ankle's kind of thrown off, it's pronated too much, or it's too internally rotated where mm-hmm. that foot is pointing outward or too inward, uh-huh. then that knee can be thrown off too so that's why so that's probably a good idea for you that anybody that has that knee pain is have somebody that knows their shit to look at how you are squatting or if you don't have anybody record yourself and see exactly where the weakness is at is your knee caving in is your knee going over your toes or aligned with your toes uh um any of that stuff is your hip rising a little bit too much than the other hip, the other side of the hip. Do you have the proper strength? Exactly. Are you other firing the that? right muscles at all that this stuff. exercise? Exactly. So make sure you record yourself or have somebody watch you and tell and see what weaknesses they are. Cause all that stuff, or maybe what one of those stuff, one of those things 
can be contributing to your uh, to your knee pain. Exactly. So any of that stuff can be can go ahead and check that out and see what's up. Uh, we'll do just like, a couple more. Um, stiff neck neck pain when I wake up in the morning. Oh. I have a friend who has uh, neck pain every time they wake up in the morning. They have this stiffness going on around their neck um, to the point that sometimes they'll have like these headaches and uh, uh, but uh, he thinks that it's not the pillow. He thinks that it probably it's not the bed but I think it probably is, right? It could be. Yeah, it That's could like be That's like the number that. one source. Yeah. Does it go away throughout the day? So I'll go around uh, throughout the day. So sometimes he'll do like those little uh, little pussy-ass stretches, just like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll push his head Isomet- down. Isometrics. Yeah, like yeah, iso- yeah, yeah. Joel, he'll just push it until he's doing like a kind of like a dynamic stretch with his neck. Like that just, you know, does one of these things or like rotates his neck around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that it kind of, you know, it takes it away a little bit. It can. But, uh, He's it doing could. the right things. Yeah. It could, but I mean, it, there, there's probably a little bit more to exactly, it than exactly. that. So what do you think that could be from, from, from his neck pain when oh, he wakes man. up in the morning? I it, think it's because... It could be a lot of factors, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the I neck th- is a complex thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, I think, in the way that I see him walk a little bit, or the way his posture, his neck is kind of like... And that kind of like that position, kind of like mm-hmm. a turtle position. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like that. Uh, and uh, so he doesn't have the best posture. So that, and I, then I do think it's probably his pillow. Yeah. Or uh, the way he sleeps as well. Mm-hmm. Probably Is his that. neck neutral? Is uh, positioning uh-huh. neutral? Mm. Uh, posture wise um, he plays a lot of video games uh, that, that might be it <laughs> uh, how high is the TV are you uh-huh. looking up all, all the time when you play games are you looking down I think he looks down I don't think it's on the wall or anything yeah. so it's uh, kind of on a little bit of a little bit uh, of a hunch at the same time uh, how's your thoracic mobility how's your mm. upper trap muscle is it active is it kind of tense up there mm. so like you said there's a, uh, everything's connected in the body, you know, there's like, it's a kinetic chain and everything's connected. So your thoracic, uh, um, your thoracic, that means like your upper back is connected to your traps. Well, that's part of the thoracic from your traps. That shit's connected to your neck. So if your thoracic or in your traps are really, really tight, that shit's going to be pulling down onto your neck. So that's probably why you feel a lot of neck pain. So if you're probably, you know, watching TV in your bed and you have that pillow all the way up mm-hmm. like that. And then because your neck is so flexed all yeah, the time, it's so flexed the whole entire time from watching TV or playing video games. And then that's probably why you have that neck pain. Yeah. You know, so it's probably that or you, you that like what we said that your thoracic or your, those traps are really, really tight and it's tugging along to, uh, to, to, that, to those neck muscles. Exactly. So you should probably start stretching out those uh, thoracic muscles. Start doing thoracic mobility things. Uh-huh. Um, upper trap stretch, levator uh-huh. stretches. Um, again, three sets of 30 seconds mm-hmm. is the key. Um, some people get impatient. And do like 15 seconds. It can be a little boring because sometimes yeah. I have that, that problem it's, uh, too. It's tedious, but it the 30 seconds, the, there's a science behind it that we can dig into, but mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Um, 30 seconds is key. Uh, and and also I would throw out there too is like get a like, maybe like a lacrosse ball. Yes. And then, you know, put it on the floor and or, uh, yeah, on your floor, on the floor, and then start rubbing or just lay your neck on top of the of the ball and just start rubbing into those muscles or find that one spot easing that tension so easing that tension and it's going to be painful but i promise you if you consistently do it 
all the time or consistently do it every single day, then that shit's going to start going away and it's still going to be less, uh, less tender. Mm-hmm. It can be. Exactly. So, I mean, it can be all those things. So, uh, buddy, you know who I'm talking to, <laughs> you know, if you're going to be, wa- if you're going to be playing and putting that, mu- uh, that time and effort into, uh, into those video games, you know, you got to put that time and effort into, uh, relaxing those muscles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if get you, up on every once in a while, get man. up once in a while, do something or, and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, get the fuck up and start rolling <laughs> on uh, on a fucking foam roller or uh, uh, um, jam that fucking ball into your neck. Do something with it. Exactly, bro. Uh, so we'll do one more because we're over here with time. Lower back pain when they do deadlifts. I have a buddy that has lower back pain. Same thing that I had before. Um, he describes it same from like the same thing that I had. Uh, I had, like I said before, I had, um, SI joint issues and every time that I would deadlift, especially I would notice it a lot more when I start repping the shit out of the deadlifts mm-hmm. and I don't do that anymore. Anything like compound movements, I don't fucking rep the shit anymore. Rep? I, like high rep, like high rep it. So like I used to do like, you know, more than 10 reps. Okay. You know, with deadlifts and stuff. Not anymore. I I've, mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but when it, I've noticed, when I just with me or with other people, I've noticed that your form and your technique starts taking a shit because obviously you're deadlifting. Exactly. A, uh, no, I mean, who knows off the ground and you're doing it. They have this, this fucking CrossFit kind of um, mentality that they're doing it for fucking time and naturally your body starts fatiguing yeah and you're obviously when you fatigue you're not thinking about your form you're not thinking about your technique you're thinking about just ripping that fucking weight off off the the floor floor. so that's how people get hurt and that's how i got hurt i would get hurt multiple times doing that when it comes to the deadlift and when it comes to the squat i would always have this fucking pull and in my lower back and then i wouldn't be able to walk uh for uh for a whole entire week it would be painful just to walk or to 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 sit up from from now from sitting down for a a period of time i would start feeling this pain Mm. but uh so what would you recommend to relieve some of that pain or what kind of exercises would you do to uh to relieve lower back pain when uh when they would do uh deadlifts i would um Stretch out the hips, first of all, just uh-huh. because the hip and the lower back are so connected. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, when they get low back pain, sometimes it's a result of kind of hip tightness okay. down there. Mm-hmm. So stretch so that out. Means you have hip uh, flexors and the hip extenders? And- it's mo- mostly the posterior chain. So okay. the glutes, the piriformis. Okay. Glute med, glute max. And that's in your glutes, that piriformis, right? Yes, yes. Okay, it's not yeah. in your core. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, stretching those hips out too. Okay. Um, in terms of low back pain, it, you're right about that where it's the form that's key. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's how a bunch of back injuries happen. Uh, yeah. Picking up boxes, picking up something without using your legs, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so... How is your deadlift formed? That's the first question you have to ask yourself. Absolutely, yes. Um, are you, are you, do you feel your hips, your glutes engaging? Mm-hmm. Do you feel your lats helping you pull it up? Mm-hmm. Um, are your knees buried into the floor, your feet buried into the floor? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what I would recommend actually is uh, warm up before you deadlift. Yes. So warm up the lats. What, a couple things I like to do are to warm up the upper body for a little bit, do some pull-ups, just because you're, you're gripping such heavy weight okay. at the same time, too. Mm-hmm. So pull-ups and uh, straight-arm pull-downs. Do you know what straight-arm pull-downs are? Yeah, yeah. So straight-arm pull-downs are when your arms are straight and you have, like, a straight cable bar mm-hmm. in front of you, and you're going to bring it all the way up with your arms straight, keep your arms straight, and pull down towards your hips. Mm-hmm. You should feel your lats engaging. Yeah, so I do that. So I do that with the... Uh 
with the the lap pull down uh machine, machine. So exactly. I use it, yeah, so i'll use it that so you can just take or you can use the lap pull down uh pull out bar and just uh, do it maybe about a shoulder length apart and i would lock my my elbows in mm-hmm. and then just bring it right back down and that's the other thing though too about this exercise you don't have to do super heavy weight yeah exactly when it comes to that exercise. think of think of this it's just, it's just mm-hmm. a warm up get the muscles firing get it yeah get it woken up and uh yeah just nothing too heavy yeah nothing. two sets of 15 is good enough mm-hmm. yeah just to get that warm-up just to get that blood flow in and that muscle and exactly to, uh, and then, to start feeling it then for the lower body i like to do like step ups Okay. Well, then maybe some goblet squats beforehand uh-huh. just to wake up some muscles down there. And mm-hmm. then maybe even some hip thrusters Okay. beforehand too. Some lightweight uh-huh. hip thrusters just to wake up the hips. Okay. And then probably after, um, after all that or even before that, mm-hmm. um, dynamic warm-up somewhere in there. Do you know what a dynamic so, warm-up is? Yeah. So, okay. So that's what people fuck up on a lot too is that. They start doing static stretching mm-hmm. before they work out instead of doing it after. Mm-hmm. So the best way to uh, to loosen up those muscles and to get uh, the best results from an exercise is doing your dynamic stretches. So mm-hmm. your dynamic stretches is when it's a, it's a stretching routine, but it's more of a repetition or it's more of a... It's moving. Moving. So you so feel the stretches while you move from, say, one side of the floor to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like toe walking mm-hmm. or like walking and then bending down and then taking a couple steps again and then bending down to get that hamstring. Okay, okay. Stuff like that. Okay. Um, it's because dynamic stretches are proven to improve performance. And when you think of the deadlift, it's a performance-based exercise. Exactly. So. And that's the other thing, though, too, is that people don't know is that static stretching actually weakens your muscles, right? Mm-hmm. You're telling your central nervous system to relax the muscle. And that's the last thing you need to do when you're about to weight fire, train. When you're fire st- it up. To fire it up. Exactly. <laughs> so, so people who's listening to this dynamic, do dynamic uh, stretches. Uh, stretches before your workouts and then do the static stuff after, after it exactly because exactly. you are weakening it you're weakening your muscle when you're doing the static you're, you're relaxing the muscle and that's the last thing you do and i fucked up because i used to go get massages before <laughs> i would go work out <laughs> and no wonder i felt so fucking weak dude, yeah, dude. i didn't if i was so relaxed and so calm mm, that exactly. i wasn't able to fucking pick up any kind of weights and the other thing reason too is because i had all this oil that she uses all over my hands so i didn't have a good grip on anything mm-hmm. so uh so that's probably another reason why i wasn't able to lift exactly. as much as i <laughs> as i could but uh um well so for this person same thing with the with the squat with the knee thing record yourself see if you're doing um the exercise right exactly if your technique and your form is there you're engaging the right muscles if you're engaging the right muscles so when you're engaging the deadlift that's your whole posterior chain so that means your lats, your 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 um, your thoracic that means your lumbar that means your glutes it means your hammies um all of that so warm all that stuff up open up those hips uh i think the number one thing i can say for a deadlift yeah is that um the timing of everything mm-hmm. um if they're doing it wrong the timing of everything is is off okay like are you is your back rising when your hips are rising mm-hmm. um does your hip rise first and your back rises second yeah obviously you don't want that because it's going to compromise your back yeah um so the timing of everything um watch some videos there's some pretty good videos out there be careful to go <laughs> go on some certain sites because some people post bad videos of yes, yes certain yes. exercises so <laughs> Make sure you're looking at a credible yeah. source, okay? Yes, watch multiple videos on deadlifts. And if everybody's saying the same thing over and over and over again, then it's probably that's the way. If there's one person that's telling you one thing and the other one then, uh, telling you another thing, then keep fucking looking. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's some shitty uh, 
uh, people out there that have some <laughs> shitty ass fucking form, especially on the fucking gram. You see that shit all day, every day, like people with the shittiest fucking squats and shittiest fucking deadlifts. And I give them to them shit. They're able to lift that fucking weight up off the ground. It's more than I, what I can handle for sure. But I know for sure in the long run, I'll have like a, a, a healthier body than yeah. they will ever have. You know, so that uh, just uh, that reminded me of this one time in uh, college. Mm. So I was taking kinesiology, right? So kinesis is like the study of movements. Yeah. And I had the deadlift. Okay. Which is kind of funny that we're talking about this. Uh-huh. I had to present a deadlift for like an hour. An this, hour? Yeah. Jesus. Um, I had to break down the movements. So the the moving down, the concentric, the eccentric portion, Dude, you can, the isometric you can, portion. You can get that shit done like in 10 minutes. Why are you... Why an hour? Uh, you had to describe all the muscle groups and everything, oh my man. God. Um, you'll be surprised, man. That class was tough. School. Um, funny thing was the guy that went after me. Uh-huh. He, he had a pull up. Okay. And this guy got a. So I used my own. Everyone just used their own video in a sense, like they just recorded themselves. Okay. There's no way to mess it up. Mm-hmm. This guy just used the video online that he found. Okay. I don't know what site he used. But when he was demonstrating the pull-up, he was like, yeah, this, this is the way to do a proper pull-up. Look how the shoulder blades are rotating when he's coming up. You can see the elevation, depression on that stuff, yeah. the right muscles firing. And um, my professor cuts it off, uh-huh. and he goes, there's everything wrong with this video. <laughs> the right muscles are not engaging. Uh-huh. Uh, it's funny because the guy had his shirt off, so you could see how the shoulder blades, the blades are moving. Are moving. And it's it's kind of amazing because no, I didn't catch it. Uh-huh. Nobody in the class catch it, caught it, unless they didn't want to say anything. Uh, maybe they didn't want to say anything, but yeah. I, I didn't see it. Uh-huh. Um, so you have to have an eye for this. Yeah, these yeah, kind of for things. sure. Um, mm-hmm. And back then I didn't. It ta- mm-hmm. to be honest, it takes time to kind of see. No, yeah, it does for and sure, for sure. So be careful what you look at. <laughs> yes, be careful what you look at. You know, like I said, so look at, don't just Google something and then hit the first thing that you see and then that's it. That's how you do it. Yeah. You know, look at multiple videos. It took me a long time to start, you know, uh, figuring things out and watching multiple videos and, and checking up on these people and if they were, had like the right credentials and and, and credible people uh, because anybody can uh yeah. record themselves doing a fucking squat yeah. or a deadlift exactly man uh, but uh so let's just wrap this up man i had a few more but i know you're on a on a time crunch so uh so all those things go ahead and listen back to this episode and um and uh try out the things that we recommended like we said we're not fucking doctors we're not saying this shit's going to heal you 100% but there, these are the things that are, are that that could help you. Give it these, a try. Give it a shot. Give it a try. These are tools that we used because we had some of these experiences as well, and uh, I've I've tried these out, and these these things have helped me out tremendously. I'm pretty much pain free now. So uh, yeah, go ahead and do your research. Listen to this back. Try this thing out, and then. Uh, uh, give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys think, and uh, let me know if, if any of these uh, these uh, tips helped you out. Um, and go out and uh, and and go search for Ben over here. Like, <laughs> let him know, like, hey, this these uh, tips and advice helped me out. Thank you, uh, because he uh, he uh, he has a busy schedule. This guy has a, a full time job. He's a full time student, right? Too. Uh, studying for the CSCS. Uh, do you know what that is? No. The Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. Ah. Um, a bunch of the college uh, sports and conditioning coaches have it. So uh-huh. that's what I'm studying. So for the guy right is putting in work. Yeah. And he and he and he and he squeezed me, squeezed us for time. So uh, so. Go to his socials and bug bug the shit out of him and <laughs> let him know. Hey, man, thank you so much. But uh, do you have anything to uh, promote? Anything uh, you want to promote, like uh, your social medias to check you out or anything like that? Uh, if you want to check out my Instagram, it's uh, Ben10Adina. So Ben10A-D-E-N-A. Mm-hmm. 
that's my, my that's my username so okay so yeah go there yeah and check him out um let him know what you guys think of the show or what do you guys uh think of uh his advice and tips and let me know but uh thank you ben for coming on and uh, yeah thanks for having me and now uh, for sure man i'll probably gonna have you come again because there was a lot more questions but like i said we had a, a fucking time crunched and we were talking about rap music for <laughs> like uh 10 minutes and we could have used yeah. that to help these people but sorry you guys so yeah, next time. maybe next time next right time, next time <laughs>